Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. Oh my God, guys, this is the day. The Meta Models is what I'm going to be introducing to you today. A lot of you have always said, well, Arsenio, you talk a lot about your transformation, but how do I go about doing that? Well, we first have to find the problem. And with these questions, again, they are written out and they are put on my uh, Patreon right now, okay? So, for the membership, which is $5 a month, exclusive audio casts, exclusive Q&As and other things, you will get content like this on a routine basis. It's a community. And, of course, for those of you who believe that I've helped you so much with your life and whatnot, again, feel free to join my a beautiful Patreon if you guys want to, again, read these out, have these, write them down, share, you know, you know, share it along with the community and whatnot. It is available on my Patreon in the description, okay? But I'm going to speak them out for you. So first and foremost, this was, again, the moment. Out of all the other moments, the healing sessions, I could talk to you about that. I could go on and on, but I want to make this as actionable as possible because I know that this was the moment that changed my life forever. And so Mira at the time, she had given me about 24 questions, which I'm going to read out. And I was able to narrow down that thing. Now that thing, again, abandonment pain, it was somewhere along the lines also. And after I did these meta questions and everything, I figured it out. And she said, okay, send it to me for homework. I had sent it to her for homework. And then we got on and we did the inner conflict therapy, which was about two and a half hours. Now, that was an experience beyond an experience, but I don't want to talk about that too much because a lot of people would be like, you know what, I really don't understand what this is. And it's basically, there's always a tug of war that's happening, right? There's part of us that's saying, do it. There's other part of us that's saying, no, stay here. Just be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Instead of being uncomfortable, being uncomfortable. So again, going into inner conflict therapy and doing the bank pattern and then all these other things that and of amazing things that, you know, Mira had introduced. Again, some of these videos of what she had talked about is on my YouTube also. So make sure you tune into my YouTube, go back down to about, I think it's May or June, probably, you know, several months ago, and you'll be able to find all the videos and the breakdown of it and everything. So again, these are the fundamentals, but this was the big one. So question number one, why am I here? is the question. And I wrote it down to deliver my gift, to inspire the masses, and to leave my mark as one of the greatest humans to ever live. That, that's, that's what, like, that's my purpose. That's what I absolutely want to do. Regardless if I'm doing that in the personal development real, transformational real, English language speaking real, developing confidence, uh, foundational work, which is, you know, something that I'm absolutely going to start pushing. That's my thing. And then number two was, what is important? And that was hard because now no one, of course, what I know from Brenda Bouchard's, you know, high performance habits, figuring out, okay, what is really important to me? Obviously, it's all centered around happiness. Now, that happiness comes from, you know, okay, do I wake up energetic every morning? Do I wake up and do the thing that I absolutely love to do every day? Okay, podcasting. Okay, video. Okay, teaching. Okay, coaching. Okay, working out. Okay, communicating with people from all around the world. Okay, helping people, getting ready to start helping rural communities. This is what I absolutely love. So then the questions began to get a little bit more interesting. 
said, what is possible for me to accomplish? And I wrote down, becoming a digital nomad. Guys, I wrote this back in April. Now I'm en route to becoming a digital nomad. Why? Well, I mean, in just one morning, I had about five people reach out to me. I have about, I would have to say about a half dozen online paying clients. And my goal for December 31st is to have 15. And then that's going to bring me an X amount of dollars along with the memberships and everything else. Now I'm looking into Podia, which they have e-courses and all these other beautiful things. So now I'm like, okay, here we go. You see what I mean? So what is possible for me to accomplish? Now becoming a digital nomad, you know, training at companies worldwide, building my brand and online business. Now it's here. It's finally here. But it wasn't here to begin with because then question number four came. I said, what do you want to accomplish but find it impossible to do? Now here it's kind of like NLP. This is, like I said, this is NLP style. So it's like, okay, now what are you exactly are you talking about? Are you trying to like, you know, deter me away from something else? Like what's going on here? So I wrote down, you know what, consistent cash flow of love and relationship, financial independence. And remember, this was at the beginning of April. And of course, cash flow was always the thing that was, I was just like, you know what, man, why do I keep working for all these assholes, but they're not looking after me? This was one of the biggest things that I had to figure out almost immediately. So that's why I wrote it down. A loving relationship. Guys, look at me. Look at me. I've had a couple of opportunities about three years ago. Didn't work because I wasn't all there mentally, right? If we go back to 2011, that relationship was broken to begin with. And the first love was the first love. That's all that was. That was years ago. That was me with the most broken mind. That was 2007. That was before the dawn of social media. No, no, and no. So again, financial independence, being able to become that digital nomad and have that online business while traveling, the, not so much just traveling the world, obviously, because COVID has changed everything, but yeah. And then it was question number five to close out question number four. What are you capable of? Okay, speaking, uh, you know, you know ha having company training, which I've been doing, uh having one of the best podcasts in the world is what uh, another one that would come to mind now i know my absolute capabilities and then number six was what are you not capable of you see this is this is okay you guys are gonna have to start doing this is the inner work right here now lisa nichols again she talked about okay write the lie write the lie write the lie okay now write the truth write the truth and keep doing that but here right here th these are the questions that will set you free so what are you not capable of? Me, I always thought I wasn't capable of a wonderful relationship, a solid six-figure salary, great friends. These are some things, man. These are some things. Now, the solid six-figure, I do believe that I'm finally opening the door. And I am heading into a realm where, obviously, looking at the podcast stats, and now that it's emulating into and turning into, like, online clients, okay, can I set up my podia to the point where, here we go, this is a cash flow machine. A wonderful relationship. I thought it was impossible. So many things were happening at the beginning of April, right? This is a journey I never documented. I'm documenting it right here, right now for you guys. But, you know, now that 
you know, I have a wonderful individual who's in my life right now who, you know, we always do, we hang out Thursday, we go somewhere on Friday, we're getting ready to go to Hilton Wahine. All that didn't happen because I was having someone block that energy from coming into my life for such a long time, for about a year and a half, two years. But now it's like, I am worthy. And this is something that came three months later. And I said that, and Mira sent me a message. She was like, oh my God, I've never heard you say that that you are deserving and that you are worthy of this. And she thought that was like one of the pivotal moments. So again, think about what you're not capable of. So if you look at, you know, number seven, what is your sense of self-worth? Self-worth, like me, I know I love that. I have that charisma. I have that benevolence. I have that giving soul, obviously, seeing all the content that I've actually given out there and, you know, being that person that I've set out to be. And then what do you deserve? Just like I said, okay, six-figure salary, location, independence, a loving relationship. But then is the number nine. What are your limitations? And guess what I wrote down that scares the shit out of me? I didn't even know this until I just read it right now. But I want you guys to pause it and write down what are your limitations. And guess what? Pain from past relationships. Three months later, I went into this session one day, being in Central Plaza out there in Korat is one of the provinces about four hours away from Bangkok. And I'm sitting across from Mira on video. And I'm like, Mira, to be honest with you, I believe that the pain from the past is hindering all future relationships from coming in. And guess what? It was the pain, it was the abandonment. I found it three days or maybe about two weeks later, Nen came into my life. Pain from the past, people! It's time to wake the fuck up! Because you know, you know deep down inside, you know like you know like you don't even even know that you're hindering everything from coming in your life because of pain from the past and number 10 here we go it gets ugly what is the main problem in your life and i felt that at that moment what i say was it laziness was it complacency now these are all just other things that's all that has to just deal with discipline because after listening to brennan bichard i'm like okay i'm on fire now i got it i understand we're good but what I wrote down, I said, seeing white men with Thai women. Because I would get jealous of two people I've never met before in my life. Why would I get jealous? Did I get jealous because I wanted that? Did I get jealous because I thought I was better than him and she should be with me, although I don't even fucking know her? That was really what was killing me. Now the pain, the abandonment, that was the second phase with the life coach coming up in July, but this was the first phase. This was the beginning. And number 11, how do you know you have the problem? Because guess what? I felt the same feelings for years. Now, again, maybe everything surfaced and all the jealousy stories that this, this out of whack Irishman who I used to work for, I'm sorry, used to work with, Back in the southeast side of Thailand in my first job in 2013, he would tell me the most outrageous stories, and I believed him. This guy, three teeth in his mouth, beer belly stomach, ugly as hell. 
And he would say, Arsenio, you know, I actually met these girls at 7-Eleven. They said they wanted to interview me. They took me back to their apartment. And, you know, I sat down. They gave me some tea. Next thing you know, five minutes later, it was a threesome. And I believed him. But why would he tell me that? Why would he tell me that? I believed him. Completely fucking false. As were all the other stories. But why would he lie to me like that? Maybe because he was like one of those demons that literally was put out there to say things to me that could really pierce me subconsciously and drop my defenses and my confidence to an all-time low. That was him. And so again, from that point going forward, 2015, 16, 17, when I used to see all the teachers and bring them their wives and everything, I would just be like, man, get the fuck out of here. But that is what would always bother me. So the next question for you, number 12, when do you have this problem? And when do you not have it? So when do I have this problem? When I see the couples, when do I not have it? Well, when I'm at home and when I don't see it. But every time I see them, I get jealous. When did it start? I said, I wrote down 2014, although I think it was 2013. So I would say I had it for about seven years. Now, subconsciously, when we did the inner conflict therapy and went through all these different limited belief therapies and stuff like that, I realized that this went way, way back to 2002 when the Japanese girl was like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't like Negroes going all the way back to the 95, even my kindergarten class, all these weird thoughts that were so, they were just driven in a chest in my subconscious mind. They started coming out and I had to heal myself. And that's exactly what I did during one situation of a limited belief. I remember I was made fun of in my kindergarten class and I felt that small, shy, timid, very sad Arsenio sitting in the corner. And Mira, she guided me. She was like, what would you say to him now? But again, I wasn't talking to her because it was like I was, sub I was very, very subconscious. Still awake, but still subconscious. And I went up to him. I picked him up and I hugged him. I gave him that love. And I said, you are more than enough. And that was the turning point in my life with my confidence. Again, this happened back in July and August. Amazing. But what you guys need to do is start writing this down. When did it start? How long did you have it for? Was there a time when you didn't have this problem? First two months of Thailand. I remember very vividly, because I remember I met this girl who worked at a hotel. Oh my goodness gracious, beyond beautiful. Met another girl, met another woman, met another woman. Uh, I met another friend out there in Chantaburi. Man, I, honestly, I thought that because I came out here with no strings attached, like I thought everyone was open. There's no such thing as white or this or that. I didn't have any of that. But then the more I worked in Chantaburi and I'm like, oh shit, these people are batshit racist. That's when things started piling in. So number 15 is tell me about your childhood in relationship to this problem. And I wrote down, it was a Chinese girl. Okay, Japanese, Chinese, not exactly sure who called me a Negro. She said, I don't like Negroes. That was when I was 14 years old in high school. I was like, wait, what? Within a month, another racial incident happened right near that school and then they continued just to just pour in and so i really didn't feel enough i didn't really feel that you know asian women like me to be honest with you and then number 16 
what have you done to try to solve this thus far? Nothing, nothing. And I, and I wrote down, I said, I believe that it's affected me on a subconscious level. That is crazy. And this is what you need to write down. These are these meta questions, people. And then after that, what would you need to do to make the problem worse? Not healing the past. And that number 18, what do you have to do to maintain the problem? Continue being a victim of choice. And that number 19, of all the people you know, who would never have a problem like this? Well, let's look at Martin Luther King, for example. Do you think Martin Luther King would be upset if he saw a biracial couple walking down the street? Absolutely not. He would herald that. He would literally like praise that. So why is it difficult for me? So what's, what are the differences between him and I? <laughs> well, we already know that. So what stops me from being like that person? What stops me from being like MLK? And being able to just accept people in the way these biracial couples... Okay, so Arsenio, if you see an African-American and a Thai woman, you would praise him. If you see a white and a Thai woman, you would be jealous. Why? That's the thing I had to fix. So what would it take for me to be like that, per, you know, Martin Luther King? Obviously, that's not someone who I would want to be. But, you know, going further, what is your way of solving this problem? You know, to be honest with you, I would just look away. I wouldn't make eye contact with women. I would walk far away from that. I would, I, I would just not even try making friends whatsoever. That was my way of solving the problem. It really was. Or if I believed that someone was going to walk out of my life and stop talking to me, I would hurry up and cut them off. So this is at the beginning of the year, such as the story that I told you guys about, that beautiful tomboy. I felt like she was getting away from me after a couple of gym sessions where she didn't say anything to me. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. And I blocked her. Tried coming back three months later. And then, of course, those feelings that she had for me then, she was like, uh, well, I really don't have feelings for you. And I was like, oh, damn. And I, that, that was the end. Mira was like, oh, okay, we'll tell her that you would like to pursue and, you know, hang out. Da, 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 da. Don't give up now. But of course, what my gut was telling me was like, okay, Arsenia, you can't push it. You can't push it. And if she doesn't even want to have a fucking conversation with you, let it go. So I had that heal. And then, of course, I saw an Instagram story of her just acting like a clown. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I need to just hurry up and shut this down. And I did. And that was it. That was it. That was it. But I still needed to fix me. So are there any, and this is your number 24, are there any other related problems you have that are supporting or maintaining that problem? Now, I believe that living here in Thailand or, you know, uh, any other related problems in regards to racial discrimination, maybe other people who have said things to me online or Maybe some podcast statistics or this or that or watching videos where you see a white guy and a Japanese. These are the things that maintain that sort that maintained that sort of jealousy. And then there's the number 25. Would you teach me? And Mira was talking to me. She was like, Would you teach me how to have a problem like yours? And I said, Mira, well, given the fact that you're Indian descent and being South African. Come on down here to Asia. I said it. I said, come on down here to Asia. 
And I, I was being like straight up, like, like, and I wrote that down too. And again, it could have been a little bit harsh and stuff like that, but it's all good. You know, you, you live and you learn, but I was like, come on down here to Asia. Let me know how you feel. And so again, being in a society where the color was completely destroyed by mainstream media and now it had to be resuscitated. Obviously, Black Panther and uh, rest in peace, Chadwick. But that was the beginning of a new mindset for future generations, not older generations. The over 25s, over 30s, the older you get, the worse. But the younger generations, they're completely open. So again, looking at it, what must you be thinking to have or what must Mira be thinking to have a problem like mine. Well, it's kind of like harboring a negative self-image. And that's what I was happening to. That's why I went through, um, what is it? Not subcoding, but uh, the bang pattern. And that bang pattern enabled me to recreate an image of who I want to be. And guess what? After so many months of being in the gym, lifting heavy weights, eating the way I am, this is the best shape and the most defined I've ever been in my life, period. And it's all coming into fruition. Why? Because it's subconsciously, that's exactly what I'm aiming for. So again, Mira asked me, what story must she tell herself about, you know, her circumstances to have a problem like mine? Hmm, that you're not good enough based on the color of your skin. She asked me again, what stories must she tell herself about herself to have a problem like yours? Well, you know, uh, and that you are a particular color and rather than being that thing that sews together the society, you're just a mere shade in society. These were things that were hidden deep within me. These are NLP questions too, people. D, what kind of mental images do I have to create in my mind to have a problem like yours? Just think about it. And then that's when, when, we, when we were doing the bang pattern about within a week of that time, um, that was the image that came up that I had to reroute and just completely switch and destroy. And it was that image of me in 2016 being on the SkyTrain and looking defeated. Oh, I remember that like it was nothing else. Like it was just yesterday. But at the same time, now I know who I am. So think about what kinds of beliefs do does she or let's just say hypothetically you're speaking to you know a coach what kind of beliefs does he or she need to have to have a problem like yours me it was negative beliefs that people won't accept me for who I am and for what I look like and then she goes into okay how you know how will you know when the pop the problem totally disappears and i wrote down when i stop using my color in a victim language okay now i do talk about my color in a, you know specific ways and whatnot uh but you know the the last questions you know just pertained around okay when, when we get rid of this will the presenting problem totally disappear is it okay for your subconscious mind to help me you know to help support us in cleaning these problems and i wrote down absolutely and these were the meta questions I had to write down. Now, even when you write down those questions, people, and when you write them down, you're going to have everything ready. You're going to figure out what your problem is. That's when you have to start figuring out how to do the work. I've been blessed. I was blessed to have 
mirror in my life throughout the time she was in my life. And she helped me in so many ways, so, so many ways that you couldn't even imagine. And now it's like, okay, I got my wings and now it's time for me to fly away. You know, would I still like to become a transformation coach? Yes, but I would do it on my own terms. I would contact the uh, the guy, uh, you know, you know, directly, and you know, I would stay in South Africa at my own hotel, all by myself, and this and that, and ask a couple of questions, and probably meet a couple of friends. You know what I mean? I would do the, do the things that I need to do to maintain and get that goal of becoming a transformation coach. Now, life coaching, don't know, don't know. We'll figure everything out when the time comes, but at the same moment. I want to continue that personal development journey, guys. This was the beginning. We could talk about the before, but all those questions I just walked you through was a sum up in the beginning of the new me. I was so excited to do that. And I remember sitting on the edge of my bed and I kept looking outside. There were no cars on the road because obviously COVID had shut everything down. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I kept saying to myself, I said, Arsenio, is this it? Is this the new you? This is, this is it right here. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And you're going to do this. You're going to do this. Guys, I didn't have any online clients back then. Nothing. I had a student for, through a language center, which I just quit. And I had this guy who I've been teaching the, the longest of times. I wasn't generating anything from my Instagram, from my podcast, from my blogs or anything. But now I am a completely different version from that moment. Now, sure, like I said, I'm going to refer back to, sure, I, there are some times I still talk about color this, color that, but I talk about it through the perception of others. I'm not a color whatsoever. I'm Arsenio. And because I am Arsenio and I've come totally and completely accepted myself, now I'm free. And so are you willing? We could talk about the bang pattern and how that was like a one-hour ordeal of me reshaping my image and the unconditional love of, you know, getting that and generating that love that my mom uh, had for me and putting that and like, like subcoding it to the love that I would have for myself. Like the love, the profound love that I have for myself is unbelievable. So I had to change that up too. There's so many things, people. And, you know, going into the limiting belief therapy and the, and that was very difficult. That was very difficult. Like I said, that was a good two months of just crazy because going through the limiting belief therapy, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this? This is so difficult. Cause I kept telling her, you know, okay, let's do two this day, three this day. She's like, how do you feel? I'm like, dude, I feel wore out. And then the negative beliefs. And luckily I didn't do any trauma because obviously I haven't been through any significant trauma and stuff like that. But, um, and then after that, we just started, you know, piling up on healing sessions. And me and her, man, we talked to each other on a regular basis. And we, we would get on calls for like two hours. It was a beautiful moment. I am blessed for the universe to put, to have put her in my life last year through a connection with Luke, bringing her on to my ESL podcast and then reconnected with her at the dawn of COVID. Now she's gone on. She's like big time now. And, you know, she put other priorities over friendship. So I'm like, okay, best of luck to you. Best of luck in, to, in all your future endeavors. But now it's like, okay, Arsenio, I got to keep this running. I got to keep this ball rolling. And this is exactly what I do on a routine basis, doing that work, writing down those goals, picking up those affirmations, writing down a lot of different things and continuing to develop myself in different ways, different areas and reading, but, you know, so 
with that being said, people, man, I am grateful. You have, hopefully you get that list of questions. Again, support me on Patreon. Again, if you guys have any questions, let me know. But that was the personal development journey of this year. So again, now we're going to be getting into, uh, I believe it's going to be career, and then that's going to go into wealth. So we have two more to go, and you better stay tuned for more. Over and out.